Hey everybody, welcome to the BSN Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. Before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about the delicious, certified gluten-free breads, bagels, English muffins, and other baked goods that are made right here in Johnstown, Colorado. Canyon Bakehouse's gluten, dairy, nut, and soy-free products make it easy for families to enjoy the taste and texture of fresh bread so everyone can love bread again. Find them at any major grocery store in the freezer or fresh bread aisle, or purchase online and visit canyonglutenfree.com to grab a coupon. Off a high screen, Dorian, kick to the corner, Feirano for three, it's good with the foul! And back to throw is the quarterback, and Hayward is sacked by Joey Porter. Page takes it in, scores, J.D. Stevens lets it go, and there's your touchdown. Michael Gallup. Got it down low. Hornung. Dunk! And here come the students. Leading by 10. Here's Van Pelt. He's at the 5. Touchdown, Colorado State. Okay, uh, you know, as I said after the game, Saturday uh, night against Arkansas, it's a disappointing loss. I thought our kids played played their heart out. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, we got to make our own opportunities in ball games and finish ball games, and we hadn't been able to do that in two ball games. Very, very similar ball game as the first game. I thought we played better in this, in this ball game uh, than we did in the first, but at the end of the day, uh, we didn't make enough plays, and the other team did uh, against uh, Arkansas. But kids' fault. We got to we got to learn from it. We got to keep improving. We got a tough uh, team coming in this week in Toledo. What's up, guys? We are back with another edition of the BSN Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. That audio came from Monday's press conference. Mike Bobo briefly talked about the Arkansas game as well as a. Well, as a few other things, the biggest news of the day was that there's no news at this point regarding quarterback Colin Hill. According to Mike Bobo, he tried to get an MRI yesterday, but the machines were down. So he is going to be getting that MRI Monday afternoon today, um, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think you could take that a variety of ways, I guess. To some extent, uh, no news is better than bad news, other than CSU fans are going to be on pins and needles for another day or so. Uh, we may not end up actually finding out until practice Tuesday or after practice Tuesday what the prognosis of that MRI is. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it ends up being nothing serious. You know, we've talked so much about his comeback and how impressive it is and I know he's a great kid and all that you know we've kind of beat that to death so 
really at this point, all we can do is wait. But regardless, he is going to be out this week against Toledo. And this is a big game. Like, regardless of of who ends up playing quarterback, this is a massive game for CSU, especially after the start they had. If they would have been able to, to squeak a win against CU or Arkansas, maybe this game doesn't matter quite as much as it does. But if you want to compete for a bowl game, which as we've said multiple times, that is the ultimate goal this year, reaching the postseason. You're going to have to win this game at home, and you're going to have to do it against a pretty potent offense. Um, We're going to talk about that later, play some more audio from Bobo on the game. and then. um, But first, I just kind of want to talk about the offense and, and what it maybe looks like without Colin Hill in the picture, I think. One of the things you can expect, regardless of whether it ends up being Justice McCoy or Patrick O'Brien, I do think we will probably see both of those guys this weekend against Toledo. After that, I'm not sure, but I would be relatively shocked if both guys don't get a chance. Bobo said it's going to be an open competition this week. Um, But regardless of who it ends up being, it's going to be a simplified offense. Neither one of those guys is going to run it the same way that Colin Hill has been able to and then, you know, these guys have slightly different skill sets. I think Patrick O'Brien, he's not exactly the guy that's going to sit back in the pocket, progress through reads, really beat, you know, beat you between the sticks and, and downfield. He's more of a runaround guy, West Coast offense, uh, uses athleticism. We saw it a little bit. He was able to scramble around, buy some time with his legs, and then hit Dante Wright for that 75-yard touchdown which tied the game near the end of the third quarter against Arkansas. If he ends up being the guy, I think you do a lot more under center. You're probably relying heavily on the play action. You're really going to lean on the running game, which is something we've talked about, you know, a lot over the last couple of weeks. He, Mike Bobo era, CSU is 18 and five when they rush for 200 or more yards. They were 18 and four going into that Arkansas game, but they did it and then lost. So, Kind of hurt my stat there, but still in a still an impressive figure, and still something where I think you're gonna you're gonna need to lean on because you don't have the experience under center that you had when Colin Hill was running the offense. He coming into this season, Colin Hill didn't necessarily have a ton of like actual game experience. Really, it only amounted to about you know just over like half a season's worth, six to eight games worth of of game action between 2016 and 2018, but he just had so much time on campus in this system. He had such a firm understanding of what they were trying to do, and that makes such a big difference with what you can do as a play caller, and it's it's really just a shame because as we've seen in these first three games, the offense has really functioned on a high level with him running things. Now for at the minimum of one week, you're going to have to shake things up, with Patrick O'Brien or Justice McCoy, as we said, O'Brien probably going to run it around a little bit more if if it, if they end up relying on him. As far as Justice McCoy goes, you know he kind of got stereotyped as a mobile quarterback coming out of high school, based on what we've seen out of him in practice, as well as what we've heard from Mike Bobo. I think that's not necessarily the most accurate description of his game. Not to say that he's a statue or can't move or anything like that. I just don't think he's like a run-and-gun quarterback or or is looking to run regularly. Um, but he's a guy who has had some accuracy issues. We really haven't seen a ton of him or Patrick O'Brien working with the ones this year or 
or really period because most of the action we get to see when it is you know live action offense versus defense primarily it's going to be a lot of ones sometimes the twos but a lot of the ones so we don't really get to see them play significant snaps and and that makes it so hard going into this game because we just don't really know what to expect I mean neither one of these guys have have played any kind of significant time they both got some garbage time in against Western Illinois in week two Patrick O'Brien obviously comes in plays the fourth quarter completes eight of 11 attempts over 100 yards against Arkansas all things considered a an okay performance I mean it was it was fairly underwhelming and I think you really saw the difference in that fourth quarter with when he was running the offense you know like in his defense which we already talked about on the post-game podcast like having to come in cold in that situation is brutal especially just given the intensity of the moment and how everyone is deflated because you just saw your leader go down so he really got thrown into the into such a just a tight spot and so I don't really hold it against him that the offense wasn't able to move up and down the field in the fourth quarter, but it's obviously going to have to be better if he's going to beat the guy this week and then moving forward. So I will be curious to see how it affects the offense. One of the things that Patrick O'Brien slash Justice McCoy will benefit from is CSU will now have another target to hit downfield though. Nate Craig Myers, the Auburn transfer finally going to be eligible. They applied for a waiver, tried to get him, eligible at the beginning of the season that obviously didn't happen so he will make his CSU debut this weekend he is a guy who is a got great size he moves well really I think can be a playmaker for this offense if you can get him the ball he's an awesome 50-50 dude really just gives you another vertical threat I think maybe even more so than Warren Jackson Uh, Warren's honestly turned into just like a really consistent between the sticks type receiver he obviously is a is a threat downfield with his size and speed but Craig Myers can can end up I think really being a deep threat for this team along with some of the other skilled guys that they have I'm really anxious to see what he ends up doing in this offense what in you know what we've seen in fall camp out of him he's he's a phenomenal athlete runs good routes pretty consistent hands definitely built uh, you can see that SEC or just that he's been in an SEC program, man. His his legs and arms are incredibly jacked. Let's just say that. He he has not skipped leg day at any point. He definitely lifts, bro. So I am uh I'm interested to see what this offense looks like. Really a shame that like the week that Nate Craig Myers becomes eligible, CSU is missing their starting quarterback. That just kind of feels like you know, when it rains, it pours. It's it's just been a tough week for CSU fans. You lose the game in Arkansas, which was very winnable. You know, Kevin Lytle tweeted that. I talked about it in the game. It was it was a lot more competitive than the final score indicates. I think if CSU keeps Colin Hill, at the very minimum, that game is not a 21-point outcome in the end. The defense really struggled to stop Arkansas, so I'm not necessarily sure that the Rams are able to win it, even if Colin Hill stays healthy in that game. But I surely, I just, I don't think they lose by three scores. That's, that's what I'm going to say because that was just such a deflating moment. And I think it really kind of punched CSU in the gut and, and killed their momentum. And then you saw Arkansas really set the pressure in that second half and make things tough on them, which makes sense. I mean, you got a backup quarterback in there. You're going to try and get in his face, disrupt him, make it, make him recognize this isn't practice. And 
And that's what Arkansas was able to do. So overall, I think the Rams have a, they just got to move on. I mean, that's, that's all you can do for, at least for this Toledo game. Once we find out, you know, the prognosis of Colin Hill, they'll kind of have a better idea of, of what they need to figure out. If this only ends up being a one week thing, that's obviously what everyone's hoping. Um, It's not quite as big of a deal. Still got to find a way to win this game. But, you know, you're not panicking quite as much as if you don't have Colin Hill going into that, into conference play, Rams open conference play on the road at Utah State. All right, when we come back, we're just going to continue talking with some of the stuff we learned from Mike Bobo's press conference today. And, yeah, just what to expect for the rest of the week. It's time to take a second and acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of BSN Denver. Breckenridge is the original Colorado beer established in 1990 in Breckenridge, Colorado. You've probably heard of their delicious vanilla porter, their oatmeal stout, and most people's personal favorite, the world-famous Avalanche, which is their classic American Amber Ale. But they just released a new beer called Strawberry Sky that you guys are going to love. For you beer enthusiasts out there, they are calling this a light-hearted Kolsch Ale, but for those of you that have no idea what that means, this is that light, delicious summer beer that you've been looking for. So look for Strawberry Sky at your local liquor store or any other Breckenridge beer. And make sure you also look out for the Breckenridge event calendar on bsndenver.com. We just launched it, and you'll be able to see all of the events we have planned where we'll be drinking Breck beers at all of them. So RSVP and have a good time. Welcome back to the BSN Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. We are going to continue talking CSU football and really just this quarterback situation and as well as a few other things. But before we do that, I wanted to give a a quick shout out to CSU Volleyball, who is ranked for the first time this season. The Rams are currently number 22 after a couple of of really good sweeps. They beat Boulder in back-to-back games, one of those being a sweep. That was the first time since 2010 that they'd swept CU. Before that, also had sweeps over Florida State and TCU, as well as FAU uh, for a tournament down there in Texas. So really hot start for CSU Volleyball. I think this is a team that can really go deep this year. Shout out to them for for finally getting ranked. It's about time. Uh, I'm not really sure why they didn't get the benefit of the doubt before that, because this program has been as consistent as it gets. So pretty uh, unsurprising that they have ultimately cracked the top 25 hopefully they stay there throughout the season a few a few other talking points from the csu football press conference this afternoon we learned obviously colin hill getting his mri this afternoon nate craig myers he is eligible this week but a few other things we found out jeff taylor offensive guard he left about halfway through that arkansas game looked like with a lower leg injury he is questionable I'd, I'd kind of be surprised if he plays based on Mike Bobo's tone when he was talking about it, but he's questionable. Toby McBride, day-to-day, he's in concussion protocol, so you just never know. With with head stuff, obviously they want to take the, the proper precautions and make sure that he is good to go before they get him back, but he he could be back as soon as this weekend. It may take longer than that, but I'd imagine if McBride is not able to play this weekend, he'll probably be back for that Utah State game, but I think CSU definitely missed his presence against Arkansas. I mean, they certainly 
They certainly didn't do a whole lot well in that game. I actually asked Mike Bobo today if how he thought the tackling went. He uh, he said the tackling was was better than maybe I would have guessed, or maybe you you at home. He did mention that that last touchdown with the tight end, where the guy ran through all the arm tackles, and and as I suspected, he kind of explain that at the beginning it's just a bunch of guys trying to make a play they're trying to hold him up and strip him but probably should have just taken the tackle when they had the chance instead of getting put on a not so great highlight the other way so uh jeff taylor he's questionable toby mcbride day to day may or may not have him for that toledo game not really sure to this point one of the things that Toledo really does well, similar to Western Illinois. They really play with a lot of pace. Mike Bobo talked about how they have a lot of talent at the skill positions. They got some good running backs, two different guys that can move the football well, experienced quarterback. I mean, they were they were competing with Kentucky a few weeks back before their starting quarterback left the game with a with a concussion. So this is a team that can move the football, average 50 points a game last year come out of the gate just as hot this year they're really going to test the rams and considering everything that's going on this is just kind of a a brutal game for csu they're going to have to definitely put up some points unless by you know just all of a sudden like the defense plays significantly better and is able to like hold them to less than 20 points i think at the very minimum you're going to need to score 30 points to win this game i think toledo's definitely going to score 20 plus if not more I think more is probably what I would lean towards at this point just based on what we've seen in the in the three games thus far given up 50 plus points in two of three games both major offenses you faced they really they really struggled to to do a whole lot Bobo talked about how the guys in the secondary were just given way too much cushion against Arkansas really would like to see them play a little deeper excuse me, uh, a little tighter, I guess is what I should have said. But I just, man, there are just so many things that, that didn't look good on that defensive side. I think there is potential there, something that I kind of beat to death. But yeah, we'll see. I'm going to I'm gonna break down that Toledo offense in the next kind of couple of days, and we'll really go into it in detail. But I want to kind of just wrap up the show today with, with a little bit more audio from Mike Bobo. This was me asking him just how Colin Hill has handled the last couple of days. And, you know, the the thing that I, I felt was most telling about this was not necessarily Mike Bobo's answer. I mean, you knew he was going to say good things about Colin, but you could just tell how hard this was for Mike Bobo, how hard this situation is. He cares so deeply for this kid, and it, it, he's heartbroken, man, I think everybody's has their fingers crossed that it doesn't end up being anything major, but you could just, you could see in his eyes, he got teary eyed when he started to talk. He was starting to get choked up a little bit. And I don't know, man, like say what you will about Mike Bobo, but the, the way he genuinely cares for these players is, is very respectable. And, and when I, when he was talking about Colin Hill today, I could just, I could feel the love that he had for him. And, you know, in as bad as this situation is, I think it's just kind of cool, the bond that those two have 
and I hope that they end up getting to play out the rest of the season together. But yeah, we're going to wrap up today's show here with just some some audio from Mike Bobo at Monday's Presser just talking about Colin Hill, how he's taken the last couple of days, the the type of character he has, and and just how he's responded in, in typical Colin Hill fashion. Thank you to everyone that's already listened today. Um, we'll, we'll obviously be back every day this week with new editions of this podcast. And you got a big Toledo game coming up. But here's Mike Bobo on Monday talking about Colin Hill. Uh, I, I don't, you know, you look at it, and uh, I looked at it that night, and I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody, um, you know, would go and purposely try to try to hurt anybody. And I know what Coach Chavis is about at Arkansas and the type of man he is. Uh, the first thing he said was, "I'm sorry about your quarterback. I hope he's okay." So, I mean, the guy was running there as fast as he could, and I thought he got tripped, you know. And then he's trying to get to the quarterback and make a play. Uh, it's unfortunate. You know, hit him right in the knee, uh, in his left knee, and that's you know that's a very very unfortunate uh, thing to happen. Has Colin been handling it well? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, first, I mean, Sunday morning, I wake up, and I go to, uh, we go to church, and the first person I see there is Colin Hill. You know, he's at church and going about his business, and came over and saw us uh, yesterday in the office while we were working, and. Uh, you know, he's still waiting to get an MRI because the machines went down yesterday or something and his appointment's at 12.30 today. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's not, 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 I would say, it's, you know, every, you know, sunshine uh, and rainbows, but I think he's in a good place uh, because of who he is and what he's about. Um, obviously, obviously disappointed, you know, for him and, uh, you know, this this not this football team, we're gonna respond, but for him personally, you know, everything he's went through and anybody can come back from an injury if it's, you know, severe, it'd be him.